Your nursing career and life need to be constructed based on who you are and what you truly want. Let's dive into some strategies for making the next 12 months the year you deserve right here on episode 188 of The Nurse Keith Show. Hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me on the airwaves for months or years. Thank you for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. And you know what? As 2019 begins, I'll be adding some awesome value to the show by interviewing some outstanding visionaries during the final episode of each month and maybe some other special episodes, too, so you can look forward to a break from my diatribes and enjoy the wisdom and singular voices of some of the most successful nurses and non-nurses in healthcare today. Meanwhile, if you want to see the show notes for the episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 188. And before we dig into the meat of today's episode, I have a few asks of you, dear listener. Please consider becoming a patron of the Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value the show so much, they give a tiny little bit to the Nurse Keith Show every month to support the work we're doing. When you pledge, you get some nice gifts and premiums from me, and you can head over to patreon.com, that is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. And check out Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook and Instagram. And finally, if you want to leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, that really helps other people find the show. Anyway, those are my sincere asks of you for now. Let's dig into today's topic. As I record this episode, it is New Year's Day of 2019, and whether you're listening on January 15th, 2019, or maybe it's January 1st, 2025, a new year always gives us the option and the opportunity to do something new, to open a new chapter in our lives and our careers. And we have the opportunity to review our lives, to look closely at our careers, and decide what changes we want to make that might be efficacious to undertake for us to have the new life and career that we really want. Now, I know that some of you out there, maybe for you, the Jewish New Year in September is the time when you really look at your life and make new plans. Or maybe it's your birthday when that happens for you. Or maybe it's Easter or Passover, or maybe it's none of the above. Maybe it's the Chinese New Year. Whenever it is during the year when you want to make some changes and do some deep digging and deep dive into who you are and what you really want and what you're all about, what your mission is and what you want to accomplish, well, anytime you do that, 
you can make the next 12 months the year for which you are making those plans. So whether it's November, February, August, or January, this is your opportunity. Actually, every day when we get out of bed is another opportunity, right? You get out of bed, you put your feet on the floor, that's your chance to create something new for yourself that particular day and take steps towards the future that you really want. And I find myself in that same position. I have things I want to accomplish. I have things I want to do. There's things I didn't get done last year, and I am planning to do them in 2019, and I hope, I hope that I can pull it off. If not, I'll have to reevaluate and figure out how to do it in 2020. But on our last episode, if you tuned in to episode 187, Defining Your Nursing Career on Your Own Terms, I was attempting to guide you towards an evaluation and an assessment that will move the needle and really get you thinking about what's next for you. If you haven't listened to episode 187, I recommend you go back and give it a gander. So how do we go about determining what it is that we actually want? Well, episode 187 guides you on defining your nursing career on your own terms. And episode 186, two episodes back, walks you through the process of feeding the nurse's inner life. And episode 57, quite a long time ago, guides you in conducting a SWOT analysis of your life and career. So if you want to make the next 12 months happen, rather than allowing it to just happen to you, what steps can you take? I recommend episodes 57, 185, 186, 187, and this one, 188, to help you figure out exactly what it is you want to be your central focus. Since we haven't really talked deeply about SWOT analyses since episode 57, let's revisit the SWOT analysis for a couple minutes. It is a powerful tool that stands for S, strengths, W, weaknesses, O, opportunities, and T, threats. And it can be very revealing. And you know what? You can do a SWOT analysis about anything in your life, any aspect of your life at all. You can do it about school, about your marriage, about your parenting, about your social relationships. You can do it about your career. So when you want to look deeply, looking at your strengths, we want to consider what is working for you. Where do your strengths lie? What aspects of you call for you to toot your own horn? How can you own your strengths? And looking at your strengths gives you an opportunity to clarify, to elucidate what's awesome about you or awesome about your business or awesome about your skills as a nurse or a leader. You can own your strengths, recognize the places where you or your career or your business are firing on all cylinders and figure out what the power is behind you, the power behind your personal brand, the power behind what you actually accomplish day to day, month to month, and year to year. When it comes to weaknesses, of course, we want to look at the places where we can improve, where 
we have limitations where maybe certain activities are in conflict with your natural style or the things that others see in you as needing work, the things that maybe bring you a little dread or make you anxious or they're just the things that you know you're not really that good at. So as a clinician, you can look at your strengths, your clinical weaknesses, the places where you need to maybe sharpen some skills for yourself clinically. And if you're feeling stuck in that area of quote unquote clinical weakness, that could be a career deficit. You can learn that skill, learn how to do that thing, move the needle for yourself, and then move on to the next task. So if you're feeling a should, like you should learn a particular skill, but you aren't really interested in it, in your deepest heart of hearts, you have to look at whether it's important to your career or not, and why this is a weakness, and maybe why you've been avoiding sharpening this weakness into a strength. So think about that. Think about if you're actually standing in your own way, or is there just something that just does not work for your natural style? and that's just the way it is. So think about your weaknesses, think about your strengths, and now we're going to move on to opportunities. If you take your strengths, you can turn them around so that they become opportunities. If you have a particular piece of knowledge or piece of experience that you feel you can take, let's say, to a new job, or a new employer, or to help you launch your own business, whatever it happens to be, you can take that strength and you can filter it and utilize it for whatever part of your life, personal life or career, where you think it's going to work for you. And your opportunities have to do with the resources at your fingertips, which might be, let's say, getting a master's degree or maybe getting a certification in critical care that you've been putting off for a while. Whatever it is, you can see what that thing is, how to accomplish it, and make a prognostication of how it's going to change your career or the trajectory of what you're trying to accomplish. In clinical practice, remember, we often say that well, that's just the way it's always been done, so that's the way we're going to keep doing it. That notion of that's the way it's always been done can hold us back, but also it is an opportunity to innovate and do things differently. So trying something new or trying something old in a new way is an opportunity, and it is up to you to seize those opportunities to carpe diem and make it happen. Finally, in the fourth part of a SWOT analysis is threats. Your weaknesses could be seen as threats, but those could be turned around. There could be trends happening out there that are threats to you. Maybe you're a nurse with an associate's degree, and you're finding that your opportunity to move to another position or to move up or to get hired at a facility that you would like to work at is being hampered by not having a bachelor's degree. That is a trend that could be harming you and you have the chance, the opportunity to go back to school, get your bachelor's degree and increase your marketability. So when there are threats, they can be financial. Money is a tool, but it can also hamper us when we don't have enough of it 
or we have negative attitudes about it. Think about the economy, the cost of living where you live. Maybe you're in Seattle or Austin or Portland, Oregon or New York City and rents are through the roof. You're not getting raises at your job and you feel like, huh, my threat, the threat here is economics. I am not able to continue to afford to live in the city I've chosen as my home. So you have an opportunity to figure out how to earn more money or decrease your cost of living or take the opportunity to find another city or town where cost of living is lower and wages are higher in respect to cost of living where you could make a better living and actually have a better life. So if you're holding yourself back or you're being held back by the economy, by outside forces, sometimes there are things that are outside of our control and we can make other choices so that we can take the control back and move forward in the way we really want to and need to. All right. Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about a few more strategies for breaking ground on your next 12 months. Come right back and we will dig a little bit deeper. All right, we are going to take a pause for the cause for our generous sponsor, Rasmussen College. That is R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N dot E-D-U. They are sponsoring us so that you can learn about their online registered nurse to BSN program designed for working registered nurses who want to earn their BSN while balancing family work in school. The program is accredited by the Commission on Collegiate Nursing Education, and it's offered through a very innovative subscription-based pricing program, which means that you pay one price, $4,250 for every six-month term plus your book fees, and you can take and complete as many courses in those six months as you care to and are able to. They anticipate that most students finish in three terms. You could do it quicker if you try, but remember it is $4,250 per six month term and you can knock it out of the park as quickly and as efficiently as you're able. The program offers eight start dates per year. It's a competency-based education program and your learning is prioritized over time, giving you, the student, greater control to balance work and life and school. The curriculum prioritizes expanding your leadership skills and your quality and safety education for nurses' competencies. Rasmussen College provides innovative student support, a 24-hour support center, tutoring assistance, and assistance for you in the nursing library. Learn more by visiting rasmussen.edu, that is R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N dot E-D-U. My sincere gratitude to Rasmussen College for sponsoring The Nurse Keith Show. And we're back. Thanks for hanging out with me here on The Nurse Keith Show, episode 188, the first episode of 2019. Now, the notion of knowing thyself isn't really just for mystics, although know thyself is a command or a demand from the mystical traditions, and knowing yourself deeply can be a lifelong pursuit. 
for any of us who are committed to personal growth and we want to stave off stagnation either personally or professionally. Back on episode 186, I guided you on examining my 10 strategies for feeding your inner life. And that is what knowing yourself is all about. That's where it can start. You need to look within, not without. Now, I had 10 strategies for understanding yourself better and digging a little deeper into who you are. Those strategies are remembering your spiritual life, which I shared on episode 186 is one of my greatest challenges in life these days. Number two is getting your body moving regularly. Not a challenge for me, but for many of us it is. Number three is increasing creativity. Another challenge for me and something I really want to change in these next 12 months. Number four, in terms of getting to know yourself more, is engaging in therapy or counseling if you feel it would be helpful. Number five is increasing the amount of pleasure and leisure that you experience in your life. Number six is related to pleasure and leisure, and it's all about using nature as a source of healing. Number seven was about hiring a coach. If you need a life coach, a spiritual coach, a business coach, a career coach, coaches can help you stay accountable and reach your goals. Number eight was getting sufficient rest and sleep. Maybe you're sleeping during this podcast. I hope not. Number nine is being a polymath. And I recommend going back to episode 76 for more on polymathism. Finally, number 10 is honoring yourself, every aspect of yourself. So those were the 10 steps to digging deeper into your inner life. So before the break, we talked about the SWOT analysis, how to look a little more deeply at any aspect of your life that you would like to examine. We just talked about from episode 186, strengthening your inner life and Going back to episode 187, one episode before this one, here are the questions I put forward for you to ponder, and I want you to think about these. What kind of career do you truly want? What type of environment suits you best? Are you introverted or extroverted? If one of those is a problem for you, if you're introverted and want to be more extroverted, there are ways to overcome aspects of your introversion to help you have a more robust career or more robust social life, if that's what you're looking for. Are there clinical or non-clinical interests in relation to your career that you would like to develop? Those are opportunities, going back to the SWOT analysis. Think about the kind of hours in schedule that you really want that would help you get the rest you need and do the kind of work you want to do in the world while living the lifestyle that works for you. Speaking of lifestyle, you need to consider not just work, you need to also consider the other aspects of your life your responsibilities, your dependence, your relationships, your marriage, whatever it happens to be. Make sure that your lifestyle and work style are aligned so that there's not cognitive dissonance where you're working a job that doesn't fit with your life at all. And if you have a family, 
That's part of your lifestyle too, and you need to consider your career choices and how they impact the people you love. Also, think about, are you making your career and life choices based on false or misleading messages from your parents, your teachers, people in your past, or maybe just that little nagging voice in your head that you feel is holding you back? And speaking of that little voice in your head, is that little voice making you choose things in life or your path in life based on fear? If so, we need to dig deeper and figure out what exactly it is you're afraid of. There is so much that you can do. There are so many ways to explore how to create the year that you want. And remember, it doesn't matter what month of the year you're listening to this podcast episode. There are always more strategies and more techniques for getting the ball rolling in every part of your life or any part of your life that you would like to change. Remember, change can be scary. Change can be the thing that makes us want to hide under the covers or bury our head in the sand, or turn the other way, or pull our shirt up over our head so nobody can see us and we can't see anybody. But you know what? We have object permanence. We're more than 12 months old. We know that when we hide under the covers, when we hide our head in the sand, whatever it is we're afraid of, the thing that we're avoiding, the thing that we feel is our weakness, or whatever's threatening us, It's still there. So here's the secret. You need to come out from under the covers. You need to pull your head out from the sand, rub the sand from your eyes and look around with clarity, with wonder, with awe, with curiosity. Curiosity is the energy. It is the thing that you can embody that will make your career and your life much more interesting and much more dynamic. When we apply curiosity to whatever it is we're doing, that is what can often make something feel more exciting, more innervating, closer to what we actually want or closer to our vision of the life we actually want to create. Think about it on a clinical level. If you walk into a patient's room The patient is lying on their side and they're moaning and they're uncomfortable and they feel lonely and they're hungry and there's stuff going on for them. Your curiosity, your ability to ask questions, to get some insights into what's going on for this patient. Is it that they're lonely? They're not having any visitors. Is it that they're in pain? Is it that they just need nutrition and better hydration? Or are they having a spiritual or emotional crisis that you need to try your best to address? The same goes for yourself. If you are exhibiting symptoms of, let's say, burnout or unhappiness or compassion fatigue or just plain old not feeling so great in your life anymore, apply curiosity. Check out the 10 steps to strengthening your inner life that I went over a few minutes ago. See if there's something there that speaks to you and you'll say, yeah, 
I need to go talk to my rabbi or my priest. I haven't been in to see him or her for a long time. I really need their counsel. Or you might say, I am really bored. I need to do something different to spark the right side of my brain. I'm going to go buy some watercolors and brushes and watercolor paper and start doing a little art every week to make myself feel like I have a little creativity in my life. And you know what? Little secret. That is what I am thinking of doing now that I'm in the new year. I want to spark my creativity. And one way I might do that is breaking out my watercolors. So stay tuned and I will tell you how that goes. So remember, my friend, my dear listener, my audience, whether you're a nurse or you're not a nurse, there are so many ways, strategies, techniques, opportunities to do something new, to do it differently, to live your life in a novel way, to create an about face, a 180 in your career and make the change that will really make you happier, more content, and more satisfied in your personal and your professional life. So there you have it. Thank you for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. This was episode 188, and we dipped back into episodes 186, 187, episode 57. There will be links in the show notes if you want to check out those recordings, and those show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 188. I hope you feel uplifted and inspired from this episode, and I encourage you to take empowered action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and personal development. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com, and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappy Spiesen. I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and your career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful, cold, and snowy Santa Fe, New Mexico. See you soon. Mm-hmm.